show. This is our second episode. I am Coach Potts, and I am proud to have my good friend Ross Cheers here on the show. He will uh, be joining us shortly. We did a quick interview. Uh, just a quick couple notes. This is the second episode. The first was just me yammering. The second one is me doing a little bit more of the same, but my good friend Ross is going to join us as well, and we're going to get to know a little bit about each other. So hopefully you guys are ready for the show. Go ahead and buckle in and get ready to get your doors blown off because it's going to be lots of fun. Second episode, Home and Body Improvement Show coming at you. Hello, Ross. Hey. How are you, buddy? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. We're live on the air, buddy, so we got about 10,000 people listening. Go ahead and talk a little bit about yourself. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So this is the Home and Body Improvement Show where the focal point is primarily just answering questions, you know, about fitness, about health, about home construction, independent contracting. If you've ever stepped foot inside of a GNC, a Home Depot, then this is definitely the podcast for you. Um, everyone knows who I am, but Ross, how the hell are you? Doing good, Andy. How are you? Life's been great for me today. I've been cooped up in an attic uh, installing insulation for a client. So had a little uh, bit of being close to being in a corner, in a tight space. I was in in a tight space today that is what i was doing but that's not uncommon right so you like by by definition would you call yourself a independent contractor or just how would you describe it i am an independent contractor that works for my dad's company so you'll pretty much do anything if they pay you pretty much yes would so yes i'm his apprentice how much do you charge for a, a for someone like mowing someone's lawn $25 is the going price. Uh, but seems a little if steep. I, <laughs> if I was going to mow it, I'd have to charge more because I put a lot of detail into mowing. Now, when it comes to mowing lawns, are you part of the union or do they – never mind. Don't even answer that. So today was insulation in an attic. What is tomorrow going to bring or do you even know? Tomorrow's going to bring trying to finish up insulating our client's attic with R38 insulation. So the pretty much the – our value is the high insulation, and um, it's like 12 inches thick, and it can go higher. Um, and pretty much that just is like going to be insulated in our client's attic. It's it's like having a sweater in your attic, but it has fiberglass and the, it itches. We're getting super specific here, which is like the nuts and bolts of this show. I love your enthusiasm, but I guess – I actually have a, a serious question then. I thought all the insulation was like spray on now. Is it different because it's in an attic? Or I, th- I thought they just sprayed the stuff on like that foam. They do. They do. It's just, it all depends. You know, uh, Raj and I looked into it and we didn't want to do the whole process of printing machine, having it all chewed up and then spraying it into our client's little, you know, attic. And it's just, we don't want to deal with so much dust. And uh, it just goes everywhere, and it was just one less thing we'd want to do. So, like I say, you're better off putting, you know, a guy in there and doing it, and then you don't. It's an easier cleanup. And you definitely have to wear. You have to wear one of those masks, right? Do you have your own? (laughs) I guess when it came to everyone wearing surgical masks these days, you're like, which one? I've got like fifty. No, like today, like I was wearing my N95. 
you know, the required mask, and I ah, have yes, one. The so old N95. That's a big I'm one. I'm glad. I'm glad. That, I'm glad that we all know what an N95 is. Before <laughs> people were like, "What's that?" Now we all know that. So that's good. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that I've already in- introduced myself at one point or another. Right. But Ross, I'm going to run over it with you, so you know exactly who you're talking to. Um, I started, I was always a fitness enthusiast, if you will. My dad was a football coach since the day I was born. And um, I've always been interested in football per se, but most most of that became, you know, what do you do during the off season? So I guess that kind of initially sparked my interest for strength and conditioning. Uh, I always, I trained hard in the off season. Football was my first love. I eventually went to college, but when I got there, football was not in the cards for me. And I ended up being on what was called the strength team. So what we would do is hang out in the weight room all day and take athletes through their workouts. My strength coach, Satan, otherwise known as Scott Swanson, was just a phenomenal guy. And he really had a big influence on my life. Fast forward a couple years, when I turned 28-ish, I decided to actually get my uh, personal training certificate and work at a gym. And, you know, I could go into the details about where I've worked. But, I mean, it's been everywhere from commercial gyms, uh, teaching you know, boot camp classes in the park. I taught spin. I taught, I had a running club that we used to go on a lakefront. Um, I kind of did it all at one time or another. And then eventually I got into CrossFit, did that for about a good five year stretch. And now I'm still doing, you know, any kind of group training. Uh, I'm trying to get more into home training as well. But uh, I'm pretty much, if you will, a gun for hire, kind of like yourself when it comes to fitness. So the question I have for you is, if we're going to have a home and body improvement show and you're going to be doing the home improvement segment, why would anyone want to listen to you? You know, that's a great question. You know, to be honest, <laughs> um, because I have friends who are my age. I'm, I'm 36 and I'm 37. And I pretty much have my, my buddy Joe. He sends me a text and he asks me questions, you know, and I'm always kind of giving advice to my friends how to find a quick way to remove paint um, because his wife, the silly situation was his wife got primer paint in her hair. And I just, uh, I told him, you know, to get rid of primer paint in your hair. Um, You know, you can use some denatured alcohol or some rubbing alcohol. So, and this is just all my years of experience of just eating it and figuring out what's the quickest, my go-to bucket, you know, my cleanup bucket and things for me to just save myself. And so, Whenever you're a contractor, you have to be a sniper, and so in my mind, because when I walk in, I gotta take care of any situation that I, I break, scratch, or dent. Um, well, that's what, gotta, that's what snipers are known to do. They take care of situations. Yeah, that's that's the honest truth. Like I, I'm OCD in that way, where I don't want to deal with a client complaining. I don't want to deal with someone else worried about my cleanliness. I don't want somebody else to worry about these things. So if I'm just damaged then I could coach a homeowner who doesn't have to worry about what I've been through and mentally. So it's just, these are just some quick tips that you can just say for yourself. You know, if you're up for listening to, to me, sharing some information, awesome. You know, there's just so much out there on the internet and, um, I'm happy to help you out. Cool. So I guess other than experience, is there anything you had to do to learn what it is you do on a daily basis or did your dad help you out with that? Where did it all begin? Uh, it's, you know, I left school. Um, I went to Millican University in Cater, Illinois, and I wanted to be a, like an actor, but um, I just realized for the college tuition for it to go to go to that school was way more expensive in order to kind of go find myself. And so I left, I dropped out of Millican, did some community classes, but ended up taking classes at uh, Second City, and I met to the conservatory program, 
And from there, I did some little improv around the city of Chicago. And I thought if I wanted to kind of make it as a, an improviser, a comedian type of guy, I needed to find a skill that brings in income. And so uh, during that time, I just started doing home remodeling, worked for my dad. Uh, I did cold calls. I worked for a credit card company called American Paywise, and uh, where we cold call people. And that was my, one of my jobs right out of college that I, I took. And uh, I learned how to work, call people. I wasn't the best, but I definitely was good at making a, uh, an impression of, I did a good impression of Peter Moles, the guy who's running it. And from there, like, I knew that I didn't want to do cold calling. And uh, previously, before I did that, I worked for Carson Perry Scott as a, a caller for people to do orders. So if there was a delivery order, I'd call people in Wisconsin, Illinois, and um, like Indiana, and mid- pretty much all in the Midwest. And so I'd need two forms of dr- two cross streets. And um, I pretty much sometimes had like a 10-minute conversation with people. And so I learned I learned some communication skills, which is great, which I've always been good at. Um, now, when you say you've been good at it, um, is this like when I'm not around or or when would you like when do you actually put those communication skills to use? I, I just haven't <clears throat> I haven't yeah, seen no. them yet. Is what <laughs> yeah. I'm... Well, when you're not around, my wings really are open. <laughs> they are they're flocking. You know, I, there's not the stench of, you know, asshole in the air, mm. but. Oh, yeah, the, the stench of asshole. That's, that's, that's the name of my new cologne. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's funny. We have a similar, I guess, in terms of like I, I kind of left out a significant chunk of time too. But I too swallowed the pill and, and took classes at Second City. And uh, as you can see, I'm using none of it now. Uh, you can tell by my sense of humor that I must not have either paid attention in class or uh, I must have had – I must have missed the day when they taught you to be funny. I kind of see you did the same. Yeah, no, I loved it. I definitely loved it. I was just, I, you know, I'm the type of person who had, it's hard for me to sit down and, and write shit uh, or fill out a resume. Um, but I definitely have to realize in adult life, you just have to shut up and do it. So henceforth where I am right now. <laughs> well, you know, because when I was doing Second City classes and, and taking and doing stand-up all over the city, you know, that was primarily Sunday through Thursday, and then I bartended on Friday and Saturday, and I did that for several years. And yeah. it was, when I got into fitness, my first job was at a gym called Crunch, and it happened to be one of those small windows where they were hiring people off the street, as, as in, like, you didn't need a, cert, you know, you didn't need a certification, you didn't need uh, any prior experience. And... Um, it, it was actually nice to have a job, like to go to every day and have a paycheck that you could kind of depend on. And it wasn't like that, you know, bartending. It was just kind of showing up and making as much cash as you could. So that was initially what got me interested in the fact that, like, oh, I mean, I could I'd do something. Like when I started bartending was because I was I was drinking I, and drinking a lot and hanging out in bars. I was like, well, I might as well work at one. And then the same right. thing with, with fitness. I was like, I was going to a gym. I was paying for a membership. You know, why don't I get a job at the gym and a membership would be free? And it's kind of what I love to do. And I like getting paid. So, yeah, it, there's no shame in, you know, that's one of the, like the, the stigmas, I think, when you're an actor is that like getting a nine to five job makes you a bad person or you're not dedicated to your craft or whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. aside from all the guys you see on TV that are famous, there's a whole bunch of other people that need to somehow make ends meet. And that's why I got into fitness. I ended up, you know, enjoying fitness as a lifestyle, let's say, com- compared to the late nights doing comedy and you know, the, the inconsistent income and all that other stuff. So I feel for you, man. I mean, that's, 
You know, it's not because you did independent contracting doesn't make you a bad person. It's just, you know, you you end up finding what you're it's like jumping from one rock to another, you know? Yeah. Like, I still love comedy. I do an open mic out here uh, in the comedy shrine. You know, I sign up for it and it's good just to be up on stage and like just eat it. And uh, when you say good, is it like are you talking about for yourself, obviously? Yeah, for myself. Yeah, I still I, I'm trying to, you know, I have my I have my personality where I can make clients and people laugh just by me just coming up with things off the top of my head and then when it comes to like you know the layout you know like a you know like routine of comedy it's like it just i'm so sporadic sometimes but i know my know some jokes so premises is what i'm trying to work on so well you get there one day i think um one day at some point you're gonna make someone laugh and all this hard work that you're putting in right now it's it's gonna be worth it Hey, hey, Andrew. Yeah. You, you too. You too, man. I wish <laughs> the best for you. If only, only, if, and only if I'm lucky, man. You know, only. I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, I, you know what? Let's let's. Now that we know about you, and if the audience yeah. is still awake, uh, I'm curious. Like, how has your job changed since the whole COVID breakout? Like, you are going into other people's homes and stuff, right? Yeah. You know, like we had a client. We had a client who just. We had, a, we had a couple in their mid-60s, and they wanted Raj and us to start remodeling their kitchen. Their kitchen, And we were giving them samples on the kitchen cabinets that we can order. And what they were looking at, we were getting very specific. And we finished, what, finished up one job, and we are going to go into their job the following week. And then when the shutdown started happening, they, they started panicking. They, you know, the husband's like, you know... My wife's kind of freaking out right now. She doesn't want anybody in the house. And it's even hard for us just to even walk our dog. <laughs> yeah. And and I know how they're they're really into their dog. Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. 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 Yeah. Do you have a dog? No. Oh, you don't get don't it then. I have two. Believe I me, I, I, I totally I get it. I don't want to get it until I'm. I have a real place where I can actually like, oh, it's my dog. He's here right now. No, 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 no. All right, well, Not right now. Well, you're missing out. And I mean, I'm sorry. If so, you think I'm a bitter asshole now, imagine how bad I'd be if I didn't have these dogs to even me out. Yeah, you got, you got two warm bodies. You got two warm bodies. It's good to have a little warm body. Two little guys. Uh, yeah, come here. Come here, little boy. Um, come here. Come here. So, so back to the, the coronavirus. Um, it affected us, but, you know, thank God to, to my dad who had, like, um, I was kind of, I was reaching out uh, to another client um, who one had some work for me to install a ceiling fan. So I was, I was just was open to take anything. And um, we had another client out here in the northwest suburbs, and they wanted us to remodel their bathroom. And so we started on that project, and that's where I am right now. And I forgot there was another project that fell through because their son came back from college. So we were about to remodel another bathroom and that fell through. And then on our third try, we got this bathroom. So that's yeah. good. So we're, we're, we got work for about a month and a half, which is nice. So, well, yeah, that is awesome because, you know, I started, I, I do videography as well. And I just signed up to start shooting some weddings. And I had a, my first gig was in May. That's canceled. The whole, Wedding photography, videography business is just kind of in the dumper right now, um, you know. And I guess it, it opens up the opportunity for other things. But you know, thank goodness, 
there's some people that, you know, are still putting other people to work and the guys like you, you know, because it's like, what, I mean, what, what are you going to do? I mean, this whole, I don't know. I don't know. It's just different times. I'll be anxious to see, you know, what becomes like a permanent change as a result of all this. But I honestly right. don't see for every month we take off, I think it's going to take almost a year to get back to where we were. So we'll see how that we'll see what happens. You know, I still feel like, you know, like today, what was it? Uh, today was Monday at, l- at lunchtime. I saw more people out than I normally do out here in the, in the suburbs. I was just like, huh, okay. I'm like 45 minutes out from you. So I'm out in Wheaton, Illinois. Ooh. Home of Billy Graham. <laughs> oh, man. I just, well, you know, I think part of it too is it is becoming the new normal in the sense that the initial shock has worn off. And when they say, you know, when they said stay at home, at, you had, and the first time I went to Home Depot, it was, I had like this big brother atmosphere and everyone had to stay like six feet away from each other and there was lines on the floor and, and nobody, like you'd see, they'd be walking down the aisle and then the person would hug the aisle and try to like, like slowly walk around you. And it was just, it was crazy in a sense. But now I went to Home Depot this last weekend and it's just kind of like systematic. Like you kind of just know, stay away from each other. Oh, this mark is where I'm supposed to stand in line. I think people are just starting to get used to it. And, uh, you know, eventually this whole stay at home thing will be lifted, but because of that, I think we're all going to be a little bit wiser. Like I said, the initial shock has kind of worn off, so we'll just see where we go from here. Right. You know, you know, I thought it was really funny since the coronavirus did happen. I walked into Home Depot today, and I was so surprised how it, it actually smelled clean oh, through no. my whole. They're cleaning the shit out of it, man. They, you know, the one by me closes at six o'clock, and uh, I try to get there early because I'm typically an uh, early bird. But if you don't get there before nine, you have to wait in line outside the store usually. And so I'll try to get there like, you know, six, seven in the morning, whenever it opens. And it, it smells great. It smells like like they literally just mop the floors. And I've never walked into a Home Depot and had that before. Yeah, that's the scent of Lowe's. Is it like cleanliness? <laughs> yeah, Lowe's is clean. It's so clean. You walk in like, oh, this place is really, really clean. Lowe's. Oh, wow. You know what? We were supposed to just do introductions today. Let's end on a home improvement question. Which store do you prefer, Home Depot or Lowe's, and why? Can I tell you my real go-to store? Yeah. Menards. Really? Menards. Menards, Menards, Menards. You, you save um, big money when you shop save Menards? Save big money. Save big money. If you're a homeowner, look, I'm telling you, I will always just be pushing more Menards than ever. Home Depot, yeah, I got it. Lowe's, yeah, I got it. Menards, if you need, if you need some things for your house building materials drywall things you know for tools and drills like drills go like dewalt go you know milwaukee awesome you can get a bosch great um but if you want to get like building supplies if you want to get things for your house menards whatever you buy every other week they're having 11 percent. and if you accumulate all those little your 11 percent, you'll have 5 10 15 here and there and eventually you can buy yourself uh, a new garage door that's what my dad ended up doing and uh, you're always saving. Best, you uh, save big Home money. Depot. Yeah, it's, so it is true. Home Depot. Home Depot does not. I do my, you'd have to interview my dad on this one, but it's so funny. But he's really tried to work the system so hard on these rebates, <coughs> where uh, Home um, sorry Home Depot does not abide by Menards anymore. They don't do it. They used to, and then they're like, we're losing real money. And so uh, Menards is winning. I'm telling you, Menards. Well, wow, that's Everything. actually a good tip. I'll tell you my favorite because yeah. I am, I'm not a professional, you know, do-it-yourselfer, but I, I do pick up projects here and there, especially on the weekends, that 
like Home Depot is by far, it's just close to me. So I'm there all the time. But if I ever need anything specifically that has to do with lighting, I go to Menards. I don't shop at Lowe's. I don't even know where one is in the city. But anything lumber related, um, tool related, you know, if, if it's simple or I just need like the, literally the whole nuts and bolts aisle. I mean, they have everything you could possibly want. I go to a Home Depot. It's probably 10 to 1 in terms of Menards. But Menards to me... Like you, it, it's it's like a big warehouse, and so it seems like they just have a lot more stuff than Home Depot and their lighting section. Um, I've been going back and forth. I I could tell you all the stuff I learned about like color temperature and you know bulb wattage and size and the different the different types of outlets you need to use to plug. I was just like because I, I had no clue, right? But um, Menards has been by far and away, especially with lighting, uh, will blow Home Depot out of the water. I don't know about price rise though. I. I I should, probably should, considering <laughs> what a budget I am on now. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know about price wise, but I think they're both all. I think all of them are expensive. I'm trying to save price. I usually just do it on Amazon. If I know specifically what I want, and I'm not in a hurry. I'm doing Amazon. But uh, right back and forth, I would. I definitely go to Home Depot more. I kind of prefer Menards when it comes to specialty items. Yeah, I love the place. I, I can't talk about it enough. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I got a sweet tooth, and I can get some candy there. So I try to, and that's why I work out. Mm. That's how you do it, Ross. Uh, my is... question to you, my question to you is, Send what's it. your go-to exercise in the morning? You know, do you exercise in the morning, morning or afternoon? And does that affect your your? Do you work on your know, personal life, papers, and everything in the evening or the morning? And does that workout affect you doing the work that you need to do, your personal work? This is a great question. I've been a morning person for the last several years now, and I prefer it. I find that if I push it off, especially to the evening time, that I'm less likely to do it. I'm more of a creature of habit. So if it was, I remember I used to work out around the noon time or afternoon time, and that worked out best for me when I was working at other gyms. But now, and it, I mean, like when I say now, I meant at least for the last six, seven years, I've been working out typically at the 6 a.m. time slot. And that's been, if I don't get it done then, I'm less likely to do it. And I also find that it just kind of starts my day off right. So even if I do get up at that time but don't work out, I don't think I'm as productive as I do when I get my workout in. So currently, as in like the last two, three weeks, I've been teaching classes from my office at 6.30 in the morning. Those are live. You can find the link on Zoom. Or you can find the link on my website, coachpots.com, and join in on any one of those workouts. I typically post that workout later on in the day as well. But... um, I'm a morning guy, so they now the experts they say it's better for your body to work out in the evening time because the blood's already pumping, the juices are going, the muscles are already have been working for a while, so they're not quite cold, let's say. But yeah. I found if I just do my warm up like I should in the morning time, that's never really been an issue in terms of times of day. But I also uh, I don't know, I just find that the evening time I just I'm dreading it all day as well. I'm kind of like, oh, I still got to get my workout out workout in. And just like I tell everybody, man, it's always better to be done than to be starting. So first thing in the morning is the way I go. Okay. Working out in the morning. And then you, you, and then you do your paperwork, you know, your personal paper bills and stuff in the evening, all that other stuff. I, yeah. You know what? I I mean, my work days, they kind of vary, and I'm, I'm pretty much on my own schedule these days because we're technically furloughed from my current job. But yeah. um, I work out 630 to 7. And I don't even I don't even really eat after that. I kind of sit down and start doing. Uh, I'm at the computer from about seven seven thirty to about eleven eleven thirty, and then mm-hmm. uh, I get ready to teach class again at noon. 
Uh, that's done by 1230, walk dogs back at two. And then after two, I find I'm a, a lot less productive, but I'll get some things done between like two and five. And by five o'clock, I'm kind of winding down seven o'clock eating dinner, nine o'clock in bed. So that's been oh. my schedule for these last two weeks. And it's probably going to be my schedule for at least the next couple. That's uh, nice. It's I nice. like it. Yeah, I like it. And I like working in the morning. So, you know, if you, do you mind? I know, I know we're on a little time crunch. Can I ask you one more question? Far away. Um, about your sleep schedule, what do you recommend? My, my dad's always says, you, he's like, you need eight hours of sleep. You. You need eight hours. And I, for, 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 for my experience, I get like six to like seven. I'm like six to seven. And uh, I'm okay. But I have like two shots in the morning and have like an English muffin with cheese. And that's, they just added that today. Normally it's peanut butter and have like a multivitamin. Two shots in the morning. Two shots of what? Oh, uh, uh, espresso. Sorry. Espresso. Two shots of espresso. <laughs> I was like, man, that's quite a routine Sorry. you got there. It's a little early for that. Uh, Shots of, well, whatever. I want to feel pretty and work my way to beautiful. I got to do what I got to do. I got to go to work. So I, um, what do I do? What the, what was the question? The question is, was that do you, do you what how many hours of sleep do you get? Um, and what time do you go to bed? Yeah, I no, I'm, it's, you know what? Not having to actually go to a different location and work kind of opens up my day in the fact that like, my, it's a 10 minute bus ride, but like it's about a half hour commute and I would do it sometimes, you know, one to two times a day. So, well, you know, round trip. So that was like a good hour, two hours out of my day. Um, I found that if I'm in bed and kind of winding down about nine, nine thirty, and I wake up around five, five thirty, that's perfect for me. So that could be anywhere between like seven and eight hours. Um, if I go any more than eight hours, I feel too tired. If I go any less than like seven hours, I feel tired. And then uh, the napping, I've gotten better at it, but these days, even if I lay down for a nap, 20 minutes tops, you know, I've, I'm, I'm working at home about 100% of the day now anyway. So, uh-huh. but even if I lay down and they're just like, man, I could really, you know, catch some sleep to, after 20 minutes, I wake up on my own anyway. Now, a couple of years ago, I'll fall asleep and I'd stay asleep for like an hour, hour and a half. But uh, these days, quick 20 minute power nap and I feel like a new man. So about seven hours at night, maybe a power nap during the day. I'm good to go. Okay. There you go. That sounds about right. That sounds good. Yeah. I don't, I mean, the eight hours would be fantastic, but is it realistic? Eh. And am I more productive because I got eight hours that day? Not necessarily. That's just not Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. Ross, this has been a real treat, man. I guess we got the, I did the first one on my own. Anytime you can't show up, I'm just going to do it on my own. But we get the first episode for Ross and Andy in the books, the Home home and Body Improvement Show. I don't think I'm going to do much editing on this either. I'm not, I might put in a laugh track for some of the stupid things you said just to make you feel better. But other than that, I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah, great. Yeah. And uh, if you say something dumb, just put a drill sound going off. <laughs> Boom. Oh, touche. Touche. Get, get a drill. Episode. <laughs> nailed it. Somebody... Get it? I said nailed it. That's like another construction reference. All right. Never oh, mind. man. We so, uh, uh Second episode of the book. First one with the coach in the pots is our coach pots in the uh, in the Rossi Ross. Uh, I know you have a handle. Let's plug it. What are you? Who are you? you? How do people me, get a hold of you? Yeah, you can find me uh, Rockin' Radio Ross uh, on Instagram and that's R O C K N R A D I O uh, Ross R O S S. Uh, and then you can follow us at R O C Builders and Contractors on Instagram, and that is showing our current projects that we're doing. So they're always fun. That's awesome. I put little 
little and, things. And as you notice, I'm usually the first to like everything you post because uh, neither one of us has much of a following, so it works out great. That's great. I appreciate it. And I'm at Coach Potts one in case you forgot, but why would you? I'm sure it's the focal point. Is that is that two T's or one T? Potts with two T's, man. The second T's for terrific. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I was trying it. I didn't have a spell. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, you're smelling like pots and pans. I don't know. It's like Coach Potts. <laughs> All right, my man. I'm signing out. Uh, this was awesome, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right, talk to you soon. Go easy. There you have it, folks. Second episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show with my buddy Ross. I'm Coach Potts. We'll try and get these out every week to you before Tuesday. It may happen, it may not, but we'll do our best to keep on schedule. Other than that, hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you ever need to hit me up, send me an email at andy at coachpots.com or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. That's it for now, and I am out of here.